this is morning prayer. God bless you today. I pray all is well with you this morning. Uh, let me just check our uh, level. We are good. Good morning, uh, Mr. Uh, Rob, and Happy New Year to you. Thank you very much, and we pray that your day is blessed as well. Good morning, Jean. God bless you today. Uh, thank you for joining us. Glory to God. So today is Tuesday. It is January the 3rd. I know those who have children, kids are going back to school today. <laughs> They've been off for uh, a few days here, a few, a uh, couple weeks for some, and uh, they are going back today. So I know it's a uh, going back to routine, which can be quite fun when you have kids, <laughs> depending on how uh, adaptable your kids are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today and welcome to morning prayer. We are tapping into the power that's made available to us. Amen. When we pray, we're plugging in. Glory to God. And so we're thankful for this opportunity. Uh, please remember that we will not be praying together tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is Wednesday. And uh, as I said yesterday, I have uh, a number of appointments I have tomorrow. So I'm not able to get on here. We're preparing to go to California also next week. Uh, it's it, it won't be a set time that we pray uh, because we'll be three hours behind. So uh, we'll, we'll get on here uh, as much as I can uh, during the day and we'll, we'll find a time to do it, but we are together today. And so we take, uh, advantage of every opportunity. Amen. Uh, and so today I was reading in Romans chapter eight, and we've read this before. So if you want to look with me at Romans chapter eight, this is a verse of scripture. Good morning and happy Tuesday to you, Ivan. God bless you today. Uh, we have been We've looked at Romans chapter eight before, uh, for, uh, you know, when we've gone into prayer and I was looking at it a little more, uh, because I woke up with this verse, um, in my heart and, uh, I was reading, a, I like Romans eight. It, it starts with, there's now no condemnation, you know, to those who are in Christ. And so, uh, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the spirit. That's what it means to be in Christ. Uh, when we we're in union with Christ, I think the, the first part of our discipleship, uh, with new believers should be to, to show them how they are in Christ. They are in union with him and all the benefits that come as a result of that. Um, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, and we can do what Jesus did. I don't know if you've been watching the chosen, uh, the new episodes, but it really shows you how, um, Jesus empowered those who were with them, with him to do the works he did. And, that's you and I, we've been empowered to do those works. We talk about the greater works. Let's do the works he did first. <laughs> and then we can talk about some greater works. Uh, but we do it empowered by the Holy spirit because he, he said the father would send the spirit. I'll ask him to send him and he'll send him. And, and he did. 
And so when we receive the Holy Spirit, I like this Romans chapter eight, because it really tells us one of the jobs the Holy Spirit helps us with. So the first part of discipleship, I think, should be about who you are in Christ and all that you can do because of that union that you have with him. And then the second part about how the Holy Spirit will help you. And so we spend time doing that. So Romans chapter eight, um, I, I'm going to go down to the verse that we've read before, uh, Romans eight, verse 26. And it says, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Then it says, and we know that uh, God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Uh, and so this verse of scripture, uh, if you go to second Corinthians chapter six, and I'll, I'll, I'll go there first because in second Corinthians chapter six, we see verse one, Paul says, as God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness, then ignore it. Uh, some translation talks, uh, it says, uh, laboring together as God's fellow workers with him. Well, that's the same word we see here, uh, where it says the Holy Spirit helps. Uh, it's the same word we see here in the Greek. Part of that word is, uh, it's synergos and it describes our partnership with God. The word son before ergos, uh, pictures two or more people who are working to get a job accomplished. They are partners on the same job. It doesn't depict a lonely, solitary worker. It No, it depicts uh, an entire team working together to get a job accomplished. It's a joint effort, a partnership, collaboration, cooperation. It's teamwork. Um, this is the same word that we see there. Uh, that's what it talks about in 2 Corinthians. And it's the same word we see where it says the Holy Spirit helps us when we know not what to pray. It reads it like this of that verse in the Greek. Likewise, the spirit also partners, cooperates, teams up with in our with us in our weakness. And it tells us what the weakness is. In, in the King James, I think it says infirmity, uh, with our infirmities. Uh, that word is weakness. And it's not talking about a physical weakness. It's talking about here, it tells us what the weakness is. We don't know what to pray. Uh, and so that's what the weakness is as we ought. We don't know what to pray as we ought. Uh, but it says the spirit falls into our situation uh, with us, meeting us in a common experience, rescuing us from our weakness, which in this case is not knowing what to pray. And it says with deep inward sighs, uh, what is uttered doesn't make sense to the human mind. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and then it says supernatural utterances that proceed from your spirit. They come out from your mouth, but they proceed deep within your spirit. And the Holy Spirit rises up within 
and he, the word help takes hold together against that weakness. And so he helps us. He says, let me grab hold of that problem with you. And we're going to partner together and we're going to, I'm going to help you. Now he doesn't do it for us. He needs our cooperation. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. And so uh, he says, I'll push against that thing with you. That's what the Holy Spirit, it's a rescue operation. That's what he does when we ask for his help. He will come in and he will push against that thing with us, but he doesn't just do it for us. No, he's helping us, partnering with us, and we have to cooperate with uh, with him. It's a twofold partnership. And so he, and it says in verse 27, he examines, he searches, he investigates our heart deep within us. Now it says uh, to see what the Holy Spirit is saying. It, that word uh, spirit is not capitalized in the original translation. This is talking about our spirit. It, that translation didn't translate well. It's, it puts in Holy Spirit, but it's our spirit. He searches our spirit. And so, uh, so he sees things we don't even know. And then he searches to discover the will of God, which is deeply embedded in our spirits. Remember it says, and our desires, it says that he gives us, God gives us the desires of our hearts. Well, that could mean that the things I desire, he helps bring to pass. That's part of it. But it really means that he implants his desires in us, in our spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that will help discover that and help us pray that out. He will help us pray out the will of God that is embedded in our spirit. So that's why we don't go into prayer half-heartedly. We don't go into prayer uh, not purposely purposefully. So we should pray with purpose. And what I mean is, I don't mean by we should have a reason why we're praying. We should, but I mean, anytime I pray, I pray with purpose, uh, on purpose. I'm purposeful in my prayer. And I know that the Holy spirit is helping me to pray. Uh, and he's leading me, uh, to pray and, and showing me how to pray. Because if I follow his leading, I'm going to pray the will of God concerning anything that I'm praying for anything. I am going to pray the will of God concerning that. And when you pray out the will of God concerning that, there are many scriptures that tell us you pray according to my will. You have confidence that I hear you and I answer. We see that in first John five. So the Holy spirit, uh, can show us what, uh, our desires are the dreams that God has planted in us. Uh, and when he finds them, he'll show us how to pray them out accurately. Now we've talked about tongues before and you can go back. Uh, there's, we've, we've talked about it and I know tongues can make people uncomfortable when we, because it, there's an, it's a, it's a supernatural thing and people get nervous <laughs> when you talk about supernatural things. And it's simply because it's not understood, but let me just say it's the language of the spirit. And so if I want to pray something out, uh, that, that is a spiritual thing, 
the best way for me to pray it out is in the language of the spirit. Now I'm going to give you the name of a book that I read. The first book I ever read, uh, fully from cover to cover, uh, on my own without promptings of my parents. You know what I mean? Like you go read this book. You need it. Uh, the first book I ever read, uh, was how to be led by the spirit of God. And it was by brother, uh, Kenneth E. Hagan. And, uh, it was the first book I ever read cover to cover. I was about seven or eight years old. I remember taking that book into my room at seven or eight years old and, and read it. I believe it was my uncle. We call him my uncle, but he really is a cousin by marriage, but they lived upstairs from us. I remember him holding that book and saying, this was a great book. He really loved it. And so I said, okay, I'm going to read it. And so I read it a few times and it really helped me to understand the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I think this is so important for discipleship. Uh, it, it really helped me understand the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. And so, uh, the way he, uh, he leads us, the number one way is by the still small voice on the inside, but then also, uh, how tongues can really help us. Good morning, Eric. God bless you today. Uh, how tongues can help us, uh, pray out our future. Listen, if you don't take the time to pray out your future, to pray out God's will for you, to pray out his plan for you, there's really no one else that's going to do that. You know, I, as a pastor, can uh, pray for individuals. I can lay hands on individuals. I can, you know, as God leads me to do that, but I can't pray out your future for you and no one else can pray that out for you. So if you're not taking the time to do that for yourself, you're going to miss out on God's full plan for your life. It's so important that we take the time to pray out our future in God. Uh, so that way we can walk it out in the spirit of God on the inside. When we pray, uh, in, in cooperation and in partnership with him, he helps us do that. It's our responsibility to engage him. He doesn't just come on us and go, come on, let's pray. No, he's a gentleman. And so we have to engage him and tell him, I want to partner with you, Holy Spirit. So I'm going to sit down and take the time to do that. And, and if we'll do that, I, I don't know where I would be today had I not taken the time and, and, and if I don't pray in the spirit and, and the Lord has been dealing with me more to pray even more in the spirit. Uh, Cause I don't know where I, there are things in my life that I've accomplished even at work. Um, I didn't go to, uh, college. I went to Bible school. I'm a Bible school dropout. <laughs> uh, that's my testimony. And so I didn't go, uh, I went to one year of Bible school and I, I passed that year, but I decided I was going to go to business school the second year. Good morning, Jessica. God bless you. I decided, I don't know why I'm sharing this, but I'm going to share it. Uh, I decided, uh, instead of going to Bible school, uh, the second year, I decided I was kind of, there was a, a little rebellious thing there because everybody wanted me to go to Bible school. And so to finish and, 
and I was afraid because uh, second year of Bible school, you had to get up and do a five minute sermon, like five minutes. I, you now everybody looks at me like, okay, we could stop now, <laughs> but five minutes, believe it or not, I couldn't, I didn't want to do it. I was afraid, but I wouldn't tell anybody that I was like, I just want to go to business school. And I feel that I need to do that. And I'm not going to Bible school. So I took my own path. Now this was the path that um, God did not have his feet on before I got there. I forged this path for myself, you understand? And so I went uh, to uh, business school and that is where everything started to fall apart in my life. Within three months of being at business school, I was pregnant with my son, three months. Uh, and so uh, then things started to fall apart. So when I got to the end of the business school that I went to, it was only like a nine month school. When I, by the time I got to the end, now it was my due date. So there was one class I had to have before I can finish and get my, you know, certificate or whatever. And I didn't even get to do that class. <laughs> and so it was a waste of nine months. I went down the wrong road. Things unraveled quickly. And I found myself in a position where I should have never been. And so, uh, I didn't go to, you know, school to, to finish, to do anything, but, uh, thank God for his grace and mercy. And then after, you know, not, but a few months after having my son pregnant again with my daughter. And so this was the pattern of my life. Uh, so I didn't go my whole point in sharing that because I, I want you to know, thankful for God's grace and mercy and how he gets you back on the path. It doesn't matter what you've done. He will get you back on the path. And so, um, that you need to get on if your heart is, is open to him. So I didn't go to college. Like I didn't go to uh, college or university afterwards. Uh, uh, that's kind of where I ended. We moved back here to Massachusetts in 99. And, uh, they told me you better get a job quick. Cause the jobs are not doing well. Even in Oklahoma, God's favor was on my life. Fresh out of high school. I had had a, I had a job, a really good job. Uh, and so, uh, the college actually the, where I went to business school, the little business school I went to they're shut down now so I can't even get my records to show this but they were like we'll pass you and give you your certificate because you have a good job that is in line with what you went to school for I didn't even get to do that they closed down we can't find the records so it's, it's quite fun uh but uh I didn't go uh to any uh you know, education, have education after that. But I found myself as the executive assistant to a senior vice president, chief technology officer of a healthcare, a 15, you know, thousand employee healthcare system. Uh, I, I couldn't do that if you paid me. <laughs> I couldn't make that happen. But they would give me tasks and assign tasks to me. And I, to be honest, I'm like, what did you just say? You know, I didn't know these words. And then it, this was an IT, you know, they're like, okay, our network closet. And I'm like closets. And they're like, yeah, so we're going to do a walkthrough. And I'm like, shoes, clothes in the closet. You know, I, that's what I got in my closet. No, th these are switches, routers, <laughs> you know, all network gear, which I had no idea any of this terminology. And here I'm meetings, taking notes on it. It's going way over my head. So I would pray in the spirit, believe it or not. I would pray in tongues in this surrounded by, you know, in the lion's den, I was, I would just internally pray in tongues. I don't know what I would do if I did not have that because an understanding would just come. And now then I can go, oh yeah, blades, switches, routers. Yeah. All the network gear that are in class. I know the, the name. 
God taught me those things. And it was praying in the spirit about natural things, about how, how do I do my job? My boss would be like, can you check this out for me? And he's using all these words I don't even know. So before I would do the task, I would sit down and pray in the spirit. I'm like, Holy Spirit, I need your help. I, I am way out of my comfort zone and way out of where I should be. And, and you know, every time he would come through, and an understanding would come because he knows the answers. He has the answer to anything that we are facing on our path. If we are in the plan of God and this happens to happen to me, then he's going to help me with the answer. And so even when I got off the path, when I came back to that, he helped me. And so I don't know why I'm sharing all that with you, but I want you to know the importance of tongues. And uh, don't be afraid of it. If you don't fully understand it, don't, uh, uh, don't do this. Put yourself in neutral and, and just, okay, uh, Holy Spirit, you're gonna have to show me this. And uh, there's a book that you can get, How to Be Led by the Spirit of God is One, and then also by Kenneth E. Hagan. It's a small book. If you want that book, Why Tongues, let me know. I will send it to you. If you want Why Tongues, direct message us with your address. I will put it in the mail to you. I have those available to anybody who wants it because it has all the scripture references about why tongues is important. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't be where I am today if I did not have this gift. It's free and available to anyone who asks for it. And so as we go into prayer today, do it on purpose. Let the Holy Spirit help us pray. And, and I, I encourage you, pray out your future. Let him help you pray out. If all you do is read Romans 8, 26 and 27, sit down, close your eyes and say, Holy Spirit, let's do it together. Holy Spirit, I see that you're the one who helps me pray out the will of God concerning my life. And I need to know what that is. And so I'm asking you to help me right now in Jesus name, pray out the will of God concerning my life. You search the deepest part of me to find his will that's embedded deep within my spirit. And so right now I lend my vocal cords and I partner with you. I cooperate with you in praying out the will of God concerning my life. Now I'm going to help you do it. So just begin to pray in the spirit. If this is the first time you're doing it, say, Holy Spirit, I ask you to fill me. Father, fill me right now with the Holy Spirit and with the gift of speaking in tongues. I receive the gift of tongues right now in Jesus name. It's for me and I want it right now in Jesus name and begin to open your mouth and make sounds. It may not sound very, you know, attractive and your mind will not understand it. Your mind is unfruitful, but just begin to pray in the spirit and, and I'll, I'll help you. We're going to help you all around the, this state and other states. The people who have joined are helping us to pray. Obra de stili brandoga de dabraseti brondorovushta. Mandolo bronganda la brasteke, dijdele bradastulu bruvu abrada a grande nigida brandosta, brovo bradi i grandice. Now stop. So if you, this is the first time you're doing it, you control this. 
It, you don't get out of control and, oh, I can't control it. It's the spirit. No, 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 no. He's a gentleman. So you can start and then you can start again and just be mindful that the Holy Spirit is helping you. I like to hold like my, my belly area because that's my spirit. It reminds me that I am a spirit and this prayer is coming out of my spirit. I hear it with my physical ears and I, I'm speaking with my physical mouth, but it's my spirit that's praying. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray out the will of God concerning our lives. The desires, the desires, the desires that you've placed on the inside that words cannot express. They are beyond the expression of our words. The Holy Spirit will give us the words. Oh, ha. He'll help us to express it. He'll help us to express it. In the name of Jesus, 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 in Brostoko. Ah, ha, 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 Oh, thank you, Lord. 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 Now, the Holy Spirit will help us. There are gifts of the Spirit that are distributed as the Holy Spirit wills. And so as we were praying this morning, I opened my heart to him, and this will happen from time to time. Uh, I see an individual, and the only way I can explain it is this. This is what I see in the Spirit. It's like um, a heaviness right here. I don't know if you have a headache, a migraine, or if thoughts are plaguing you and attacking you. Uh, there, there's something going on with your mind. And so uh, I want to pray for you, uh, whatever that is. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I speak to you right now and I release the healing flow of the Lord that's present right now 
to heal and to deliver and to release. I thank you for a release right now in the name of Jesus, a release right now that heaviness goes, that heaviness goes, it lifts right now in Jesus name, right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in the name of Jesus, you be free right now. You be free right now in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name, free to think clearly, free, free, free to think clearly. Uh, that clutter is gone in the name of Jesus, free to think clearly. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Those thoughts that have been bombarding your mind uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, what you need to do is take uh, them into captivity. So right now, just say it in the name of Jesus. You say, thoughts, you are against the word of God. And I'm acknowledging that right now. The thoughts that I've had are not aligned to the word of God. And so right now I take those thoughts into captivity right now in Jesus name. And I cast those thoughts down because the word of God has the first and final authority in my life. And I don't allow any thought that goes against the word of God to stay in my thought life. I will no longer give any thought to that in Jesus name. No more, no more, no more in the name of Jesus. I have the ability of God to stop thinking those thoughts. And so I do that right now. I'm not going to give any more thought to that in the name of Jesus. And then the peace of God, the peace of God say, I receive the peace of God right now. It takes over my heart and my mind because I am in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I set my mind on things above and not on the thoughts of this world. My thoughts are higher thoughts for my thoughts are God thoughts in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. You are free in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now you continue. You continue.